Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 12th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, it's Victory Monday. Oh my gosh. 1-0, baby. <laughs> Unbelievable. Might be the only dual Victory Monday of the year. 1-0. We you know, talked Friday about how we were both down, had no hopes, prospects for either team. And here we are sitting Sunday. I've sucked back in so fast. Doing the schedule calculation of like, oh, their schedule's not that hard. Brissette, you know, if we could just hang on against this, that, and the other. It just sucks you back in so fast. The Browns are 1-0. The Bears are 1-0. We have, the I tweeted, the Roy McElroy of kickers. Guy just hit this absolute missile. <laughs> missile from 60 yards and drew it. Drew it. Like, it was just this awesome draw that it went wide at the start. came right down the middle <laughs> There's this gif of gif of this Panthers guy with his arms out cheering as it goes right, only to know that this is an absolute perfect draw. He goes like arms out. This is the audio medium. I'm mimicking it. Immediately goes to surrender Cobra, hand on head. Uh, it was so I was so fired up. It was just a good good victory uh, Monday. How were the Bears? We have to talk about this disaster of a field. What a what just the content God's okay, delivered. Hold on. It rained like four inches today. Any field would have been bad. I want to talk about the Bears kicking woes, though. Our kicker, Cairo Santos, missed two extra points today. And then he went out to attempt a field goal, and our placeholder brought a towel out. To, oh, yeah, I heard about this. to wipe down the field <laughs> on sportsman like <laughs> well the uh the panthers guy that was eddie panero wasn't he a former oh, bears yeah. guy and he put them ahead i was like this little shit is gonna win baker and eddie eddie panero a bears kind of cast off uh, anyways it was just you know the Browns have won one home opener or one opener since 1999. It's like almost 25 years. They're all 0 and 1 every year. This is the first time since 2004 they could tweet, and there wasn't even Twitter when the last time they were 1 and 0. They tweeted out a 1 and 0. It's unbelievable. What what's going on with the Tahoma 31? What happened there? <laughs> oh, you're just okay. you're, you're, it was you're like absolving? a monsoon. Oh, it yeah, was a but- monsoon in in Chicago. I was. I was stuck at an airport delayed all day and it was a monsoon there. And you know, like any field would have been looked oh, like that. Oh, I think you're absolving you there. No, they, they listen, the USGA uh, had a hand in it. How about the USGA tweeting about the bears field? Right. When it, I, who I want to go after is the guy that's drawing the lines. Did you see the lines? Yes, as the guys spray painting some of the hazard lines at some of these events, right? Where where Cam Smith is, it was a hastily drawn line, right? A little wobbly. Didn't have the edge down well. The one thing I want to talk about regarding the Bears 
is that I am just, just amazed at the organizational consistency that we have. The Bears have managed to field the exact same team my entire lifetime. Different players, different coaches, same team. Completely inept on offense. Completely awful with a good defense. I mean, it's hard to judge offense in a monsoon, right? I mean, it's hard to judge that. They didn't complete a pass to a wide receiver in the first half. Oh, God. It was the first time that happened since 1991 or something. (laughs) Oh, man. And the best part about the game, the tides turn, the Bears take the lead, and then literally, so it wasn't raining at the start of the second half, the Bears take the lead in the fourth quarter, and it starts just dumping. Like They had to change the filter on the screen. They had to turn the the, the lines on the field to black. On the, really? Uh, on the telecast. So you could see. You couldn't see anything. It was the first time like I was watching an NFL game and I couldn't see. Wow. Because uh, there was rain all over the camera? Or it because it was raining so hard. Oh, my God. That's amazing. What happened? So, Where did this come from? I don't know. I just So, anyways, the field, I think, held up pretty good. I, what? Uh, oh, come on. That is not. That is such an overstatement. I got, it didn't hold, I'm help. Telling you, they need rain. some catch basins out there. It'd be like trying to play golf before the squeegees got out there. The field was fine. Find a new slant. The field was fine. Everybody's like just out there disaster. on social media seeking the, seeking the retweets and the, the likes. It's, it's like when Rory hits a 400-yard drive or when you won't Cameron Champ drives a green or when you know somebody hits it out of a grandstand it's like you won't believe what happened and then everybody runs is it all crisis actors including tron carter what was he doing he was trying to stir up controversy stirring it up with me you know i would feel so bad if i was a 49er fan losing to that putrid team that the bears put out there do they have to replace the field did it get just torn up right away did it last three hours, one game, and now they got to bring in a whole new turf field because it's who knows waterlogged. I hope they should replace that field every time because the the city of Chicago will probably have a concert on it on Saturday without telling the team. That'll be just complete crap. So, anyways, the, all right. Uh, well, I don't know. Victory Monday. What a joyous little Sunday that was. We got, we got the Packers next week on Sunday night, so all, all the high hopes will come crashing down quickly, uh, even though they look terrible. They today. don't look very good. Yeah, they, they, they doesn't matter. They're going to beat the crap out of the Bears. They always do. Is that at Lambeau or at home? Yeah, I think it's at Lambeau. Okay. Just a good NFL Sunday. I missed a lot of the middle of it for, for my kids' soccer game. Just a disaster of sports, youth sports back in my life. All right. Should we get to the golf? A good weekend for Irish uh, players. Well, Padraig Harrington winning the Ascension Charity Classic. I know oh, you want to start there first. I was hoping we first. could lay, start there. You know, Will, I'm with Will. We got an event tomorrow, and he, he pointed it out to me right before the recording. You know, Padraig's really in the Schwab Cup championship he's right there he's challenging Stephen alker he is he is trying to chase down the 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 champion tour superstar Stephen alker 
He's within 134,000 of Stephen Alker in the chase for the Charles Schwab Cup. Are those points? No, it's just just dollars. It's cash. And you get a $1 million bonus if you win. Imagine that. A a currency with actual value that means something. Yeah. Yeah. That was the other thing. Um, Nah, I won't go to it. In the match play, world match play championship research, they had to adjust the money. Because it would have thrown like the race to Dubai when it became a European tour event. Because it's like that Japanese, like the Zozo throwing the Japanese order of merit because they use currency for yeah. it. And then you had this giant purse. I think the match, they had to like weight it or, or down, you know, downsize it a little bit for the season long. Anyways, Stephen Alker talk here at the top. Uh, in the main event, Shane Lowry wins the uh, BMW PGA Championship at Wentworth. Uh, a great Sunday, obviously the the Queen's death made this a little bit of a uh, an odd rend- and rendition of the the championship, but it came together well. If you're a European Tour aficionado, supporter, executive, you had John Rahm, Shane Lowry, and Rory McIlroy really fighting at the end. You had Patrick Reed, a little Pat Reed scare early in the day with the 63. He took the moment lead momentarily, but that was just an early post. Westy kind of firing at flags. Taylor Gooch playing well coming in. Um, I mean, how do how do you go through the the people that the European Tour would be excited would be enthusiasts would be excited about and forget Soren Kelson, the he was in there. hole leader, thirty six hole leader. Oh yeah, thirty six. Right? I forgot. I was going to ask, what do you think would have happened if it went seventy two? You think Lowry wins? Um. I think Rory wins. Rory, Rory. Or Rom. Rom seemed to find something on the back nine, to say the least. He talked about that. It's like he had this giant fist pump at the end. He's like, it just feels like every round this year, it's like my putting's off while my ball striking's on. Not every round, but he's just said it's just been a trend where he hasn't pulled it all together and it's felt like it clicked on nine. So maybe he did have it for if he would have taken it down on the final round. But Rory, um, Playing pretty good golf. I thought that Eagle was in. Obviously, so did he on 18. But uh, congrats to Shane Lowry. His first win since the Open at Royal Portrush. I did not I, realize it had been that long. I know he came close to the Honda before it started raining. And uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. That was like a bear. It was almost like what happened in the Bears game. Remember that? I remember he hit that like 225-yard hook. <laughs> like just nosedive right into the rough on the 18 because he just started pissing down on him. <laughs> it like Everybody get blown over the bunker. Golf. He didn't even get it to the bunker. So he's been playing really well. He talked about how that's the best. Uh, it's been like the most consistent. I think Rory said it's the most consistent golf he's ever played in his life, uh, but a, hadn't won yet. I, it is, it's the best golf. Obviously, he won the, the Open, but you go down the list of, of wins he's he's positive or not wins a list of finishes it's incredible second at the honda 13th at the players third at the masters third at the (coughs) rbc heritage you know top 25 at the pga a top 10 at at the uh, canadian open top 10 at the irish open t21 at the open and then t12 at, at the bmw you know if if it's just uh you know one of those one of those years where you, you, you know, he's been knocking on the door and, and I think the big thing is his approach play has been incredible this year. He's ninth on the tour and approach play positive in every, 
every category. Obviously, he hasn't played on the tour full seasons very often, um, but this was by far statistically his best year. So it uh, is good for Shane Lowry and, uh, you know, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good win. Pretty good weekend. There's a fun, uh, fun round to watch. I was watching on the plane while I was flying. Yeah, it was a really good Sunday morning coffee golf. I've, I've, this event has kind of, it had a tough run there where a bunch of um, sort of journeyman players won it. Like David, I want to say David Howell won. Um, How dare just, you? <laughs> David Howell played on a Ryder Cup team. Maybe I'm missed. Maybe I'm, there was a run there where it, it was, I think Garrido from Spain maybe won. But, um, it just feels like I, I've really come to appreciate this sort of coffee golf. I know it's moved around in the calendar. It was in May, but it just feels like every every time there, there's some top names. I know Wentworth that takes a bit of bit of grief, um, but I, I've just really come to appreciate this fact. I, I had a couple of Lowry quotes I wanted to say that one was kind of made me shake my head a little bit and one that I really appreciated. And here's what he said. I love it here. He has like a million top fives, top tens. I love it here. I contended in the past. There's a lot of right to left shots out there. I noticed. Yeah. Quote the bet. And this is why I love Lowry. He's one of the best kind of most open guys about his own weaknesses and insecurities. The bad shots that I've hit over the years in contention actually started to creep into my head. It's amazing what this game does to you. That's kind of that's. I mean, think about that. You're playing Rory and Rom. You haven't won in three years. And he starts thinking about the bad shots he's hit in contention at all those spots. And he's he's talked about this at Portrush. He's like, when I woke up, you know, I didn't know if I was good enough to win this championship. I was walking with, I think, Bo was his caddy during the round. He talks about how he's scared. It, like, I just don't want to screw this up, Bo. Like, Lowry's a really good sort of quote of letting you un- open up and and go beyond just saying pressure and I was feeling nerves. He really talks about how you can kind of get in your own head and visioning the bad shots. He said that's it, it kind of is similar to Harrington's quote from last year's PGA about experience, not being everything it's cracked up to be because yeah. you lose your innocence. And yep. uh, I think that's another reason people always talk about, um, you know, playing at your home course, a home course advantage. And I think playing at your home course can be a huge advantage. You see Webb Simpson does it well, but sometimes it can be hard because you can, you can know all the places you screw up, you know, yeah. and you yeah. can just think of a whole certain way and somebody that's never seen it comes and plays it completely different. And you're like, wait a second, how did I not think of that? Um, but, you know, that's the... I don't know, Lowry, Lowry's a, a, really having a great year. And... and What's nice too is seeing a guy getting better at you know later in his career, right? This is right. this sport has been dominated by youth headlines, and here's a guy playing the best golf of his career in his thirties. He's thirty five. He seems probably pretty locked in for the Ryder Cup, unless he falls off a cliff. Not locked in. That's too strong. There's a long way to go, but he does seem to be. For somebody who played his first Ryder Cup at, I guess he would have been 34, maybe. Um, he seems like he could be a part of that core group for, certainly for Rome and maybe even beyond that. You know what I mean? The Hovland, Rom, Rory section. But 
you know, and he will be regard if he plays the way he has this year. So the other quote, I kind of like shook my head at, and I get what he was getting at here. He goes, I wanted to go out and win this tournament for myself first and foremost, but I think for this tour and everyone that has stayed loyal to this tour, I really feel like this is one for the good guys. Um, I think there's probably some bad guys, bad people on live. I just think like we can't start going shirt skins, like running. Maybe he just was using that as like a euphemism, like one for our, our my team or our, our, our tour loyalist. I don't know. I just, if you're a live guy, you probably aren't super thrilled with that. And you know, Shane probably doesn't I mean, care. I'd also ask the question, are, is he a, a Euro tour loyalist? Like what is well, a Euro tour loyalist? He played, he played the DP world or he played the Abu Dhabi in 2022, the Dubai desert classic. And then he hasn't played, he played the Irish open and then this. So he's played five events. That's um, a loyalist. I'd say probably also maybe dabbled a little bit in discussions with Liv. I know a lot of players have talked to them at least, but he did the Saudi international. He had the, I'm not a politician quote. Um, I don't know. You hear all sorts of different rumors and stuff, but uh, I think he clearly feels emboldened now as one of the uh, sort of leading, uh, a leading European tour voice, right. And player as, as a guy who stayed one who's straddling both tours, like a Roy, like a Rom, like a Hovland. I think he feels just based on contending in almost everything he's in this year uh, that he can be sort of an, uh, one of those voices and faces uh, sort of propping it up or helping it. Yeah, and he's a character, like you said, one of the best quotes. And that's one of the things, like when you think about at a deeper level, Lowry would have been a tough guy to lose to live because it would have been somebody with personality that goes to a tour that doesn't allow you to have personality. That doesn't allow media access. Really? That doesn't it's do louder. Interview. It's <laughs> louder. A lot of per- personality popping off the page. Right? Yeah. All those, uh, those, all that media, the, the, those tough media questions they face uh, over there, and and you know, real substance I, from I, uh, from Dirty I, Mike, as Tron calls Mike McAllister. <laughs> Didn't you call him prison, Mike? Yeah. By accident. Thinking, what the hell does that mean? I was thinking from the office. <laughs> Michael Scott's uh, alter ego. Can I can I just along that lines? And this is for Liv. It's for the PGA Tour. Like we just watched the NFL. Like they are so deliberate in their scheduling. Like clearly, like Bucks Cowboys let off last year. They did that. Like it's not an accident. Russell Wilson is playing the Seahawks tomorrow, Monday night. Like they know what they're, they're they know what they're doing, and I just think the PGA Tour, when they have these opportunities to create more compelling product that might also make some pe- some of their members uncomfortable or might be leaning too into the WWE aspect, they always shy away from it. Right? They always well, we got to protect Patrick. We we got to pr- like if like Liv should be all the other sports do this. Like if you're given this opportunity to really put some. Show drama showcase the NCAA tournament does this right. They definitely like go out of their way yeah. to create storylines and guys who hate each other in the same bracket. I I just think like the PGA Tour and they're on their way. It seems like to getting more player the best guys and the same place more often. Like, and I'm not saying they're rigging it that way, but they're going out of their way to design something like that. Um, and I just. 
the class act stuff, if you're an entertainment product, has to be sort of toned down, right? It can't be everybody's a, a you know, perfect gentleman, so to speak. Like, I don't really care for Ian Poulter and, and Billy Horschel is fine, whatever. But like what Ian Poulter did with that video, turning that video of them having like clearly a debate about a topic into like we were talking about clothes and doing the voiceover dubbing. That was like a perfect example of taking a controversy and leaning into it and putting like, you know, and, and having yeah. some fun with it. Right. Those guys yeah. clearly weren't having a talk about what what they were wearing, but like, just don't ignore it. Like, take it and do something with it. It made it was funny. I laughed. I chuckled. I thought it was like uh, I was like, that was pretty good. Poulter should, should have put in his contract that the magic sticks have to wear IGP IJP apparel attire. That's bring, their uniform. Bring it out of the bring it out of uh, bankruptcy. Bankruptcy. <laughs> Well, he probably can afford it, maybe. Get it, but you know, Westy and IJP, IGP attire. Forgot about that. How many pro shops do you think stock that? We did get some PGA members reach out, like saying, "My pro," sh-, they demanded we put IJ Polter apparel in our pro shop. Uh, while we're on live, uh, can we just call out? You, we said Reed was wearing his live logos. He did have a quote afterwards. Um, he said he went out of his way to not wear Liv stuff. He said Liv worked really hard. He did abide by it. He asked Keith Pelly. Uh, he did abide by that. He didn't have it on Wednesday, so he had lo- Liv logos. Liv worked really hard to get clothing for me to wear this week. That shows not only respect for the sponsors, but respect for the, they have for me as a player. There's a picture out there of me Wednesday with a logo on, but I got my clothing an hour, 40 minutes before I teed off on Thursday. It was awesome that we were able to get that done. So Reed, you know... It, uh, can be a pest, right? Can stir things up, but it sounds like he did want to abide by well, Billy's request. Maybe he was wearing it to see how they reacted, and and the clay man was there <laughs> waiting in the wings. Poulter and Westy did wear their magic sticks stuff. Um, what do you make of Reed's quotes about? I've played on two tours my whole life, and he's analogizing live like, you know, why can't I come play Wentworth? I played Wentworth when I was on the PGA tour. Like I, he goes, you know, he, he's, he's making that analogy. I think like, this is the whole ecosystem point. He thinks he can play live and then dabble with other tours in the same way he did PGA tour and tried to play elsewhere around the world. I think I've made my stance. I don't think these guys should get, I don't think they should ban these guys. He says live has 14 events next year, which means I'll be over here more. Uh, I did play a lesser, lesser schedule. I used to play 31 to 34 events. So if I played 14 on live and I play six on the Euro, that's 20 and 11. To, uh, that's 20 events with 11 to 14 extra weeks. So with this I, family, I think he just wants to be able to play everywhere. I don't want to cross promote too much, but we did a deep dive podcast on the European tour. Me and Garrett Morrison, uh, that's coming out on Tuesday, but we talked about this in, de- <laughs> in detail and, you know, we kind of, brushed on it on Wednesday but or Thursday whatever we did the last podcast but the um I think if the tour if the European tour bans these guys they're effectively you know leading to their impending doom as a as a feeder tour a true feeder tour yeah I, 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 but they might have be obligated to do so under the alliance 
right now. I, I they literally might be obligated to do so. Yeah, I, they might Kelly. be, and it just seems like that. I don't know the partner, the alliance. I I don't know what the European tour gets out of it. Um, personally, I just I don't see right. I don't see how uh, having six events like this one is beneficial for the tour, and why you wouldn't want why I mean if you're looking at that tour as as if you're the individual operator of the tour if you are running that tour why you wouldn't see an advantageous position to be able to attract the best players you can, which they don't do on a week in week out basis. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, Anything, um, it's ahead. interesting. It, it just, I think that the, the European tours put themselves in a really, really bad position, um, for the European tour. Now, is it a good position for the PGA tour? Absolutely. <laughs> Like they get to tell the European tour what they, what, what to do. You know, they, they get, you know, the, the carrot at the end of the European tour money list is, is, is PGA tour cards, which is wild. It's just absolutely wild that that's like, you know, considered like a, an achievement of the European tour is graduating to the PGA tour. If you thought, if you said that 20 years ago, imagine like what the reaction of Monty would be. Well, right, but it's, I know. The PGA Tour won. They grew, they scaled, they... They they won, they won a, a battle. Right. I know, like, I mean, this was before cyclical. the live stuff. Right, I, I understand. I understand. And the European Tour got some, you know, crappy breaks, right? The, the yeah. pandemic, they weren't prepared for the pandemic in the same way others were. Um, and they had different restrictions. Way yeah. it was way more difficult. The right. European tour had a way more like they, you know, it just wasn't feasible because of restrictions and countries to even play. Uh, I think there's great potential for Wentworth though, continuing to be a really strong event, right? Uh, it may be stronger a PGA than ever. Tour event? Quite events, quite quite honestly, it could be stronger than ever. I know, it, but it's probably going to mean like what we talked about on Wednesday, like PGA tour event dressed up as a European tour event. Um, you know, with with Xander and people who maybe wouldn't what do you otherwise think the play. PGA Tour Tour will rename it? I don't know. The BM, I don't know. The BMW PGA Championship. I think it's fine. They don't need to rename it. BMW already puts a bunch of money into the Western Open, so it's, it feels um, like it feels like a prime candidate for for history erase erasing. There's potential for that. Potential for that. I'm sure. Uh can we right, talk a little a bit more? I thought Rory wasn't great today. He was a little, you he know, said that, he, I think. he had the three putt on the par three coming on, I think 11. And then he didn't get up and didn't get up and down on everybody was wowing about a shot out of the trees, but like, mm-hmm. wow, that's great. He hit a shot out of the trees to the worst place. He could have hit it in front of the green. You know, if he, if he puts it right at all there instead of left, like, it, it, you know, and obviously he was in a bad spot, but like, I think he would have had a better chance from a hundred yards out, uh, in the in a better position to that pin. You know, obviously, if it gets into the rough, it was easier. The telecast was talking about that, but it was just a tricky shot, and you know, it was he was just kind of I don't know. He, he I heard him say on the telecast he was steep after a shot, and it did seem like he just was a little off. But like it's amazing, you know, when we we talk about Rory 
and where he was that one WGC that we always like to talk about with JT, the last bridge of the Firestone and how that was an off day for him a few years ago. And then, you know, this was an off day today where it was like, you know, pin high 15 feet away. Um, and I, I was, it's funny. I was like thinking on the play and I was like, is this his best non-major winning year? And then I reminded myself it's a of lot. 20, 2019. Yeah, there's a lot of options, as we talked about after when the FedEx It's cut. 2019, without a doubt. Four yeah. wins, 19 Players. top 10s, and 25 starts. Yeah. And this year, he's got two wins, 11 top 10s, one miscut, and 19 starts. So, kind of crazy. Yeah, obviously, he's got some year left, but there's no way he's getting to 19 top 10s. I was just looking at his card and then I expanded his profile. European tour sometimes gets amusing with their actual like interests and personal section. Um, interests, cars, tennis, movies, and music. When do you think that was last updated? I don't think it has been updated in a while. Right? That's, that's probably from a long time ago. Um, so yeah, Rory's consistency has pretty been pretty, you know, Something to marvel at again this year. It's like you want him to just keep playing. Like you want the Masters to come next week, right? Just the way he's kind of been going, right? You don't want this long off season. He's going to play Italy. He's going to play well, Dunhill with his dad, I guess. I think. But I, it's, it goes back to the major schedule, and obviously, it, it, it's not drastically different. But it just seems like now it's just so clumped together. And who knows? Like I, One of the things with everything going on in golf that I'm kind of optimistic for is that we get some schedule shakeup with, with how, how the current schedule works. Because, yeah. you know, it, it's just like it's kind of insane that the five biggest tournaments of the year are five straight months when you have these guys play for nine, you know, right? effectively. It's like right. it's so susceptible to hot runs now. Well, versus- yeah, we right. Rose talked about this, right? Just Justin Rose really went mm-hmm. at, at this a while ago uh, when they first the first year. Um, you, I mean, I guess it just depends. We we've had a great run of major championships. I mean, all the best players like Will Zalatoris is a talent that should probably be contending at majors, and he got. I don't know if he got hot, but he played his played how he can for a run this year. Um, Scheffler, similarly, probably earlier on. But um, I don't know. It's interesting, the schedule. We, we've talked about that many times. Uh, I just think there's a ton of potential for this one. I don't know where you want to put it or keep it, but Wentworth, I, I think, could really become an even bigger deal. You think it could be one of the elevated events? I think it, yeah. I think it probably should be. London? I think you you can do that. You can figure that out. If you're you want to go tours. spend some time in Virginia water. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to do that. Um, you know who One didn't want thing? to spend some time in Virginia water? Well, go ahead. I, I, kind of. It's been a disappointing year for Victor Hovland, I feel like. Yeah. He got uncharacteristically I, upset at it. He was smacking himself in the, in the leg. He was pissed off. Saw a couple of highlights when he hit 1-0-B. What about him? What do, what do you want to say about you know, Victor? 
He played. He, so he's had chances at a, a few tournaments this year, big tournaments. And, you know, it's hard to be kind of like, um, he's too young to be critical, right? Yes. But like you look at where he's won, right? And how he got to third in the world rankings. And it's like, I almost Mayakoba. feel like it got, yeah, Mayakoba, <laughs> the hero. They won, he won in Dubai. But then like you look at like after that, he had a real good chance to win the API. Shot 74 on the weekend. Had a real good chance to win the Open. Played really bad on Sunday. He was, had, yeah, he was never in it with Rory in that final group. Had a really good chance to win this week. Played awful on Sunday. 70. With, on a day when a lot of guys shot 65, 60, there was a 62, there was a 63. So, yeah. So... Just something you to monitor. Him out? Are you I'm not him calling the, him out. Do we it's need like a feline? He's way, he's way too young. I, I, I think. I just kind of think that, in a way, it shows a little bit the difference between him and the really top end guys. And I think it's probably uh, that you know what the difference is. He doesn't uh, have the short game to get those pars, par saves that you need. You know to keep rounds going especially on Sundays and cause like you watch these guys, you know, you just watch. It's so rare for somebody that's leading in the lead of the tournament to go out and shoot the round of the day. The rounds of the day always come on the weekends from way back, like Rom today, you know, mm-hmm. to win. And it's like, you, nobody ever shoots. Nobody rarely do people go out and shoot crazy rounds when they're in the thick of the tournament. Right. It's like these grinded out rounds. And to me, unless he can just like go around a golf course, like you look at the golf courses he's won at, they aren't uber challenging, right? And it's it's kind of contradictory because he hits the ball better than almost anybody. Tee to green. But, but he them. just doesn't have like, and I think he actually said something about, oh God, there was a quote that he had about firm and fast and how he didn't like it when it got too firm because it got hard for him to hit green. And it just like, I think it's, it, you can take that a step further to final rounds. Final rounds aren't easy. Like that, the difference between, like you see it, nope, rarely do you see guys play great rounds. It's, it's the guys that front. like, just get a couple momentum savers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got one one top ten in the majors. That was uh, at St Andrews, the last one, T four. Um, he's young, lot lot of time to go. I, I'd say he's he's a top ender. Um, Absolutely, top he's end. Very top end. Yeah, I mean, Stud. like T to Green, arguably you could say he he's the best. You know. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of, like he's so that short game. I would just love to see that trend changed. This is not like a, this is not a drive by on Victor Hovland. It's just something that like when you, I, I was thinking about like, it's just like, he's kind of no showed a few times this year on, on the final round. 70 on Sunday. Interesting. Someone who also no showed was Sergio Garcia, who we'll get to in a minute after we do this read for our friends at the USGA. It's the uh, USGA membership. Listen, the USGA is committed 
to showcasing the game. Oh, you're taking best the reins. You're taking the reins on this. Yeah, by providing them a chance to compete on golf's grandest stages at some of the <laughs> its greatest courses. We've Just had a run look. of ad read f ups here. Ron promo codes got some feedback of people that thought we were too off the cuff on one. Uh, so let's just, I think you're taking the reins. I said, you take this one. Go. Just look at this week's U.S. Mid-Am. Oh, how about that? They're Is Dalton Melnick shotgunner? About yeah, how about that? They're in a rain delay. You're criticizing the Soldier Field turf, a mere, the northernest suburb of Chicago, Milwaukee, the, a oh, big God. national championship couldn't even go off because of turf conditions, because of how much it rained. There's puddles everywhere, and you're you're criticizing the Soldier Field uh, turf staff, and and the USGA developed Tahama 31, which is part of why you should be a USGA member because of these research. Oh, look things. at how you fought that back home. They're they're developing grasses. Like I mean, honestly, like this grass research is like huge. Like places in Northern California are talking about going to this Bermuda grass because it's super drought resistant, and obviously. You know, as the world goes on, there are very many important factors for the game of golf to keep growing. Like there are a lot of like, it's not just about getting kids out to play, which they're doing a lot of investing into doing that. But it's about making sure that the the game can sustain itself with the environment. And they're doing that. But they're also putting on these awesome championships like the U.S. Mid-Am, thanks to the support of their members and the membership. So sign up for the membership. You go to USGA.org backslash, or is it forward slash or backslash? I don't know which one's which. It's the slash. It's a slash that you use when you type in a For URL. Yeah. I think that's forward. USGA.com slash SGS. And you get a US Open hat. I think LACC, the flag, the US Open for 2023. Is it updated to that now? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. A LACC flag logo with the great lo- elite logo. Yeah. A, uh, a year's sub- subscription to the Golf Journal magazine. How about It's a that? quarterly called the Golf Journal, the original Golf Journal. USGA's, it's, it's got good reads in it. Like they do an architect hole breakdown every time. I, I always like reading that in the Golf Journal. Um, a player's edition of the rules of golf. A discounted admission to the USGA Golf Museum. That's the place I really want to get to. It's on my golf bucket list. Oh <laughs> anyway, sign up. Christ. Sign up for the membership. <laughs> USGA.org slash SGS. Your point is your money is going to stuff that will hopefully research inclusiveness, supporting championships that aren't just the U.S. Opens. Um and it you're getting go, stuff. You're getting a hat listen, and journal and things like that. It might go it's good. It's good to stuff. developing a grass that helps your team beat beat the 49ers. That's true. That's true. Those Northern Californians are conflicted right now as they try to figure out a new grass that well, defeated their po- football team, but will get drought po- resistant. Yeah, beat, beat the drought. Um, <laughs> all right. Sergio Garcia has shown us who he is for his whole life. His whole life in public golf. This is who he is. He is who he thought he was. He's just, I mean, I'm on what the record. Chapter, what I don't, chapter of your book, Sergio Garcia, he is who he thought he was, is this for you? That's what I'm saying. I don't think I'm the person 
to rip him. I'm on the record sh- tearing him apart. He's never going to find much favor with me. Is he fun to watch play golf? Sometimes. Sometimes. Other times, he's just like an irredeemable brat. And like... What, what is I he have, doing? I have no issue with WD and go to the Texas game. But on the back half of like his little pissy fit about how he should be able to play the European tour, be able to play this event specifically, and, you know, too bad for all the people who don't want us there. They can go pound sand. Just to and, – and honestly, like, he precluded a guy from getting in. If he – Do you know, know who that guy was? It was a Spaniard, right? It was a Ron's 40 buddy. A 40-year-old yeah. Spaniard. Yeah. It was a guy that Sergio probably knew. What do you think his number was? What do you think the number – if he shot X, he would have stuck around. I what did he shoot? Seventy six. Seventy six, right? I I don't know. What 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 do you think? Seventy seventy three? Seventy four? Seventy two, probably. I don't know. I mean the guy stinks. That's the that's the low key <laughs> thing, is that the guy is washed. That's he's been the, a, he's been sort of a no show since he won the Masters, except for the Ryder Cup when he just found it again at Whistling Straits. Like he, I, it's hard to I, you know as somebody who's admired Sergio Garcia's consistency and longevity, he's not the player he used to be. He's got a flashy day because he's played golf on a, on the highest stages for twenty five years, and you know I grew he's up disgraced himself. This guy. Yeah, all twenty five of those years, but, spinning cubs, racist comments about Tiger, just over and over again. To here's the, point, the thing: TPC Albanel a month ago, people can brush it off, and when when you're an elite player, that behavior is somewhat it becomes somewhat acceptable from the from the general public. But guess what? He's not a great player anymore. He's a, he's just an he's just another guy at this point in his career, and I'm just t- it, like you say. It's, it's tiring. I, you know, I don't really want to talk about Sergio Garcia anymore. I love that he's become a big Texas fan. He's big. He's a big Austinite, and that's cool. Like I, you know, it's fine. But just on the back of his pontificating about being able to play this event, really, of just course, it's act just, your age. You're 42. Well, he's never done that, dude. He's never. He didn't do that when he was 18. You, we could. We would excuse it. You know, he didn't do that when he was 30. And he's like, well, he's still growing up. He's maturing. He's never acted his age. He's who he, he he's shown who he is for twenty plus years now. Um, it's just like it, it. It's I don't know this thing. It's just another case of him like not being a professional. His best major championship since he won the Masters result, I guess, is a T nineteen with like. Five, six, like a bunch of miscuts. More miscuts than than not. So, uh, yeah, he's not been super relevant player since he won the Masters. Outside of that Ryder Cup when he got hot. You know um, what I don't that, like? What? The new OWGR website. Why? I just... I'm, Change? Yeah, exactly. Erasing so I'm history. Just like everybody you? else that's stuck in their ways, afraid of change, frustrated with change. I don't know where anything is. Can't change something They're that old. I go to like every day of the every day. You can't just up and change it one day without you know some warning. Uh, elsewhere at golf, uh, Ellie Ewing 
won the LPGA's Kroger Queen City Championship presented by P&G. That was at Kenwood in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, Ali Ewing shot 69, 64, 67, 66 to win by one over Ziyu Lin. Um, and that was really just a two-person race. Maria Fossey was third, five shots, six shots back. Uh, Great Ewing has been Fossey, though. Yeah, yeah. Six-figure payday. Uh, Ali Ewing has one top 20 this year, and it came in January. Not her best year, but found something this week. I saw some putts go in, and that that was that. She went off and, and won it. Big race to the CME Globe points, which is you know one of the few remaining. That and the Schwab Cup here uh, with, the, with the races at the end of the year. Good crowds um, in Cincinnati. It looked good. Yeah. Precision Pro Boys probably whipped them up into a frenzy and got them out there at, at Kenwood. So uh, congrats to Ali Yoon. On the Champions Tour, we talked about Padraig Harrington. He won in St. Louis. That's uh, your results. News. Scotty Scheffler wins Player of the Year. It's announced on College Game Day in Austin with Sergio probably nearby in the crowd. Uh, Thank God the, the the PGA member PGA Tour members did the right thing here. The right result. <laughs> Camp Smith had an argument, I suppose, but Scotty Scheffler won more. He won a major. Um, Finished higher in the FedEx Cup. <laughs> the ultimate arbiter, which it may be, right? These Asians just fill out the ballots. And didn't Rory beat out Brooksy the one year? Is that it, right? W- without winning a major? Um, and, and everybody goes up in arms. Anyways, that's the right result. Scotty Scheffler wins I think wins they, they should make the Wentworth the, uh, the, the, the event before the FedEx Cup Finals. That'd be a fitting, fitting thing for the tour to do. What do you mean? Second leg of the playoffs? What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Combine the BMWs, strip, strip it, strip away all the history. The Western Open just going further and further east. Yeah, farther and farther east. Okay, just just put it in there. Maybe move the Western Open out. Yeah, could do let, that. Let the FedEx Cup playoffs go go ruin that history. Well, FedEx Cup points are back this week. Long off season. Everybody's gonna get their jokes. I might go up that. there. I I might have to send a an email to comps. See if oh. they can get me set up. Yeah. Hope they haven't been listening lately. By your, your comments about Jay here and there. You know, maybe maybe they won't set you up. Uh yeah, go up to Napa, Safeway, Fortnite, whatever it is. Um that's back. PJ Tour's back. Anything else on this Monday? What are, episode? What are you excited about most? For the new PGA Tour season, um, a lot. Quite honestly, not this immediate season, like this week. But I'm interested in no, the this, elevated the, deal, this right? Week. No, I mean nothing this week. Nothing. I want to. I want to see. Are you looking forward to the the vineyard content? My one like one of the enduring memories of this championship was when there was freaking like. Uh, terrible forest fires. It could happen. And PGA Tour not... comms or PGA Tour tweeted out about like we're in a fog delay, smoke delay. A, it was no, a they smoke called delay. it. A, I know, but they tried to paint it like it was fog, like as if the world wasn't on fire down the street. Unbelievable. That's one of my memories. This event. So um, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Of all the fall events, I think it's one of the better ones. So. 
Maybe they should uh, make this an elevated event. I wonder if I wonder if Phil's company is still agent company still putting this on. Remember last year? Oh yeah. Rob played it the week before the Ryder Cup, only because you know their agency, you know, supports it and hosts it. Sport Five is that what it is? Uh, I wonder if they're still involved. Think so. about Phil a year ago. What about him? Assistant captain Phil frozen out from his team from the team. What do you mean from the Ryder Cup? Yeah. What was the quote again? Nobody listened to Phil. Nobody who said that? I can't remember. I I, I think he yeah the young guy's got a t- taste of Phil. Less less Ryder Cup. Um, all right, that does it. You have anything else you want to get off your chest here on Victory Monday? Can we wrap it up? I just I'm going to enjoy the week where the Bears are ahead of the uh, ahead of the Packers and Packers. the standings. Yeah, congrats! I'm just revel revel in that one week that I'm going to get this year. Congrats! All right, everyone, enjoy your Mondays. We'll be back on Wednesday with the I don't know Fortnite talk. Maybe who knows what happens between now and then. <laughs>